We have a major crisis brewing right now in China. I want to give you all the details and that directly correlates to what I brought you in yesterday's video. Today, first things first, we need to talk about China's lights out. I'm going to give you the news. I'm going to show you the pictures you need to see and give you the information surrounding that. That directly connects with the second piece of information, which is energy skyrocketing. This is very key to understand because when you start to connect the dots, it makes a lot of sense. And the third thing I want to look at is the Fed resignations. Yes, that's right. As I showed you, you had certain members of the Fed making a lot of money buying the exact same things that the institution itself was buying or propping up, and they're now resigning. Comes at an interesting period of time, doesn't it? Well, all of that and more. Let's go. So let's dig right in. You can see this sudden power cuts reported in China over the weekend, especially in the northeastern region. Here, footage of traffic lights stopped working, and you could see the images below. This is just one. Let's move on to this. Key Apple and Tesla suppliers halt production amid China power crunch. Now you would think a company like Apple especially is going to get preference over some of the small factories and so on, but clearly even they are being affected by it. Week-long stoppages to hit peak season for electronics goods, including the latest iPhone. So right now the production is streaming through and they are dealing with this. That's going to put additional pressure. Remember, iPhone assembler starts energy saving measures in China. Pegatron is among the producers affected by the country's power crunch. Impact on the iPhone production appears only modest so far. So we don't know how far this is going to go, but you may see something happen with Apple stock. It might be a little blip unless this goes on for a much longer period. So we'll see. I will track it for you. I will give you the information that you need to know. In the first paragraph, they basically say the sudden power crunch in the country, which has triggered government-imposed curbs on a range of businesses. So they're suggesting the government is doing this. Now, isn't it so interesting? As I mentioned in basically every video now, I warned about it back in April. You have the China credit impulse, the amount of money being lent out into the system in China. And that was, as always, going to give you some foreshadowing several months into the future. And now we're seeing all of these problems pop up. It seems, you know, a little bit strange to me to see it all unfolding, but at the same time, we have so many different issues popping up. Power outages. I'll show you some from basically every single uh, different paper out there. This is New York Times saying the same thing, but they do touch on some uh, information that I believe if you want to look into it deeper, you definitely should. Links will be in the description as always. Power outages hit China, threatening the economy and Christmas. They keep talking about Christmas is threatened, but really they're talking about the goods, people buying those goods for Christmas. High demand and soaring energy prices have forced some factories to shut down, adding further problems for the already snarled global supply chains. I don't know if this is intentional. Some say it is. All I can do is bring you the information here and you can kind of 
piece it together. And it's just important to understand that there isn't one fact. People will say, the reason that's happening is because of this. End of story, 100% period, that's it, done deal. There's usually gray area. There's usually a bunch of things that need to be connected. And in this case here, there's a lot going on. Power cuts and even blackouts have slowed or closed factories across China in recent days, adding a new threat to the country's slowing economy and potentially further startling the global supply chains. This is important also because if you see the consumption, the retail sales in China over the last few years, I mean, they have been just heading down and down and down and down and down. And so you have the consumption domestically that is also an issue. The outages have rippled across most of the eastern China where a bulk of the population lives and works. So they go through that. And I think it's important to see it all. Again, power cuts hit the homes in northeast China. Same information, okay? Look at this. The sudden power curb in several parts of northeast China has affected life and production, sparking public anger. So you've got the Evergrande issue. You've got a lot of stuff going on there. And then you've got now the power outages. We're going to see if this creates mass civil unrest. Okay, you could see this. They This individual here visited all the local power plants asking to ensure normal power generation at all costs and must not shut down without authorization. So that's one side of it. There are planned power outages in several areas in Shanghai involving both residential and commercial power consumption, causing some to panic on the internet, causing some panic on the internet. It was learned from the state grid that it is a normal planned blackout and there's no need to over-interpret it. Yes, the government comes in telling you everything's going to be okay. Now, that might actually be the case. It might just be a few days We've seen this before everywhere. You know, there's blackouts from time to time. But what do we hear all the time? Don't worry, everything is just fine. And usually that's the time when everything is not fine. China's carbon crackdown, Beijing's effort to reduce emissions, brings blackouts and forced factory closures. So this could be part of this whole action that's happening today. They need to cut their emissions. We need to make sure we're doing this. It could be part of a multi-level of control that they are uh, really going for right now. It's not just about carbon emissions and the control on that. I think there's much more going on. Let's break this down right here in the Money GPS Insights. Multiple crisis factors are converging globally right now at this time. We have the highest prices ever in some cases for some areas right now. At the same time, we have shortages, supply chain issues, and so many things compounding. As a result of this, if people have less disposable income, that could absolutely impact corporate profits. And then at a later date, we would see the stocks being affected by it might take uh, quite a hit, but it might take some QE in response to it. So keep a close eye. So just some updates right here. Cargo piles up as California ports jostle over how to resolve delays. U.S. shipping operations remain clogged as ports, truckers, and warehouses can't find enough workers 
or agree on 24-7 operations. So they haven't even been doing the 24-7. I told you that they were looking to consider it, and you would think that a log jam like this, that they would be doing that 24-7 for sure. Apparently not happening. Then you've got this just showing you that apparently the army might be coming in to help out the uk uh to you know with the deliveries and so on we'll see i've been hearing from people all over the uk that have been telling me what they've experienced and it looks like it's not so good for many people it went from oh this is nothing don't worry about it literally two days later there's no gas in some areas at all people can't get what they need in a literally a span of two days so that's how fast things can happen that's my message to you all the time please be prepared just take an extra step here and there and you'll be better off than 99% of the public that's all I'm saying if you appreciate that message just hit the thumbs up button preparedness in any way shape or form hit that thumbs up button thank you very much all right look at this the UK's petrol crisis is just a taste of a more jittery uncertain future the shortage of tanker drivers has sparked a run on the pumps and the only question is when what will run out of next this is what i want to mention here this could be over in a week from now everything goes back to normal okay it's absolutely a fact people might be just oh i'm gonna fill my tank of gas i'm gonna go there and fill another tank of gas just in case and everybody's kind of rushing that's what happens but it could happen to anything at any time and what happens to you as a result who knows? Could be the food. It could be, in this case, energy. We don't have that information. We don't have that foresight. But you being prepared in advance means that you're going to be better off than all those people in those lineups. That's the fact. Container ships are now piling up at anchorages off of China ports. I think I'd brought this to you before, but just to just to see how this is affecting, of course, both sides of this, both sides. Fuel pumps run dry in the British cities, sowing supply chain chaos. You've seen this before. Then we have this article out of Bloomberg. It's talking about aluminum. Now, of course, they're going to mention aluminum here, but to think about all the different commodities and the direction that all of these have been heading. It's crazy. Aluminum surge is really an energy crisis in disguise. The industry needs to find another source of power or it won't survive the transition to a decarbonized society. And that means sectors from construction and consumer products to new generation technologies will suffer. There's been this huge push for green energy and for obvious reasons, but the pace at which they want it to move might looks like it's likely happening too fast it's too expensive and it's becoming a problem in some areas europe is feeling that right now in fact i have this showing you uk and netherlands natural gas prices they are skyrocketing right now that's just natural gas but there are other things right now that are certainly becoming a problem the prices that people are paying in things then they can't afford to do what they want to do. So the you know that's the population, the the nation itself affected in the same way. Okay, things are too expensive, but we don't ever want to address why things are too expensive. We'll talk about that more in a second. U.S. shale is finally ready to drill. So once. Uh, oil makes it to about $50 a barrel, then shale starts to look a little bit more attractive. So when it went down to about that 30 to 40 range, you know, 
businesses were just not doing well, as you saw. And so they were laying people off and, and they weren't working as many hours and this and that. And the real estate, of course, in those areas and businesses in those areas that depend on the shale were affected by it. Um, but now that the price has been elevated and it has been so far, this seems like it could be a good buy yet again, but it all depends, okay? You get this type of information, it looks bullish. Commodity giant, uh, Trafigura paints, I don't know if I butchered that, paints a bullish outlook for oil and gas. Price likely to rise for the next two years. A cold winter could bring natural gas shortages in Europe. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable, okay? Looking at it, ima just imagine where we are today and to think in two years it's going to be even higher. It all depends. What can derail this? Uh, recession, a, you know, a contraction. Let's say if China runs into serious problems, that's it right there. And as I said in the Money GPS Insights, what you see right here, right now, is that if people have less disposable income, that's going to hit their profits. But then you also have this historically margins consolidate at their surge in cost pressure mentions. We could be headed for a repeat of this and the consensus may be too high on margins through 2022. So they're looking at this just when they pull all the different calls for all these big companies, they're looking at this cost pressure, okay? What's going on? And they foresee this to be an issue. These companies are saying that, all the CEOs when they have their calls. And of course, You've got more expensive input prices. So if people need to, let's just say, buy copper to build whatever it is they're building, and that's much more expensive, well then, what happens to their profit margins? Well, if they increase the prices to the customer, they could keep their profit margins the same, but if they increase the price, are the customers gonna buy what they were before? Maybe not. And then the Federal Reserve. Kaplan steps down as Dallas Fed chief hours after Rosengren. I think I have that in here somewhere. Uh, right here, Boston Fed Rosengren. Boston Fed President Rosengren Fed uh, abruptly announces retirement nine months earlier than planned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. There, nobody wants to talk about this. But the reason why this is all happening is because of the Federal Reserve. The prices ultimately are very, very high today in general. Forget about the, you know, the surges. Everyone's looking at the surges. Yeah, that's important. But why? You have a devalued currency. Everything goes up. Fed officials reinforce message on taper soon. Lift off patience. What are they saying? Taper's coming, meaning less and less money printing, but we are going to keep interest rates low. Brainerd, Williams, and Evans flag a coming reduction in purchases. So all of them have said, all of them now that, except Powell, by the way, have said that this is happening. We'll see what happens in time. November is probably going to be uh, the time frame for that. At least that's what they say. And just a fun one to finish off the video, 55 profitable companies that avoided all federal income tax in 2020. You could look through the list here. That's AMD. You've got, let's see another name if... Uh, we could pull out Dish Network is in here, FedEx is in here, HP. I mean, just go through the list. Nike, Salesforce.com, of course, is in there, and VeriSign is in here, and, and uh, some others that you might see. Now, what does that mean? It means that they're able to make a lot of money. They're able to not pay taxes. 
the biggest of the big companies. But where is the attention? Always the 1%. The 1%. Let's tax the rich. Let's tax the rich. But that's not how it works. The structure is designed for the truly rich to evade it all. If you want to get all the realist intel, you need to be an insider. And that is available right here. It's for free. Of course, click this or themoneygps.com. If you want to support the channel, it's pretty easy. Just hit that thumbs up button. All right. If you want the lights to come on, hit that thumbs up button. If you want the Federal Reserve to print that money and drop it from the skies, helicopter bend, make a nice trip over, hit that thumbs up. If you haven't seen this video, I get into the issues as well in this one. You've got to check it out. So click it and I'll see you there.